We all want to be happier, but how do we get there? First, we start by realizing happiness is not a destination. Being happy consists of micro action steps every single day. I'm your host, Brittany King, and I'm here to guide you along the way. What's up, my friend, and welcome back to the Positively Real Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Brittany King. What's happening? I hope you're having a beautiful, beautiful day. If you are following me on the gram and you didn't see, I made a little announcement. Now, I've been working on two things. One is a program that I'm about to launch. And another one is a little human. I'm actually 23 weeks pregnant today, and it's been a journey to get to this point. And I'm going to save this lesson for another episode because I have something different I want to talk about today. But it's been truly incredible just thinking back to where I was a year ago, even before I had a miscarriage to where I am today and how much I've learned and grown through the process. And I'm excited to share that all with you because as you know, that's my purpose is I'm a teacher and I go through experiences to teach. And it's been the ultimate experience. And I'm excited to share that. And if you want to reach out and ask questions, you absolutely can, especially if you have experienced pregnancy loss and maybe or know someone that's experienced pregnancy loss and then got pregnant again. Like It's a whole freaking whirlwind, let me tell you, but it's all part of the process and it's all meant to happen the way that it does. And so I just lean into that and trust the divine timing of it all. So today's episode, I want to dive into beliefs. I've been talking about beliefs quite a bit lately, and it's because beliefs are literally the foundation in which we view the world. Now, everything starts in your brain. Everything. Everything starts with a thought. If you don't have the consciousness to think a thought, you can't create anything. So Every single thing that has ever been created by humans has been created with a thought in someone's brains first. Think about it. Look around your car, if you're listening to this in your car, maybe your desk, even where you work. I mean, take a moment to really let that sink in. Everything that exists on a physical level is created in someone's mind first. That's how powerful we are. If you don't allow yourself to think, you can't create anything. Now, if you don't allow yourself to think on purpose, you won't be able to create anything purposeful. And that's why I do what I do is like, I want to help these amazing people that have achieved such awesome things in their life think on purpose, not what they've been told to think. And so the first step is to become aware of what you're thinking and then learn how to manage it. That's that's what I've been teaching you is become aware of your thoughts and learn how to manage it. That's the first step. And then the next step is to think thoughts on purpose. Now, because a lot of us don't even think about where 
creation comes from. We just kind of go through life, going through the motions of life, just thinking that things are just the way that they are. But that is not the truth. The truth is we get to create what we want for ourselves. We get to create our reality. And I, I really, I don't love that saying, like your thoughts create your reality, but it's true because your thoughts are literally sentences in your mind. And once you create that sentence in your mind, you create the results of that sentence. And when you really understand how this works, you literally understand the universe. So where does this all start? Because really before a thought is a belief, and that doesn't really make sense because a belief is just a thought that you've thought so many times that you has you have accepted it as true. And this is a very important distinction, the acceptance of the truth, because thoughts are optional. They're not true statements. They're not true, but beliefs are thoughts that we have accepted as true. So beliefs come from our past. And what you currently believe about yourself is solely based off of your past and often what people have told you. There's so many beliefs that are swimming around in your subconscious that you have yet, that you don't even realize are dictating how you show up in your present life. Now, again, beliefs are nothing more than a thought that you have thought so many times that it has become true to you. Now, you have learned these beliefs directly and indirectly, and most of them are so ingrained that you aren't even aware of them. So it's similar to a fish that is unaware of the water in which it swims. This is the same with our thoughts. We are often unaware of the thoughts we're thinking. So what I've been teaching on my podcast is how to develop the skill of becoming the watcher, the witnesser. That's why I've been teaching thought downloads and doing brain dumps and giving yourself space between you and your thoughts. Because when you learn to watch your brain, you can also learn the beliefs that you have. And a lot of times in the beginning, we just think that we're observing facts and then we make judgment based off of what we've learned from our past. So, you know, we think a thought like, oh, that's a beautiful flower. And then we don't question that. We just think that that's a fact. And the same thought goes for, oh, he's so rude or she's just not nice. We just think that's a fact. These beliefs are so deeply ingrained that we don't even see them as beliefs. So how and why do these beliefs stick? It's because our brains love to reinforce what they already believe. We look for confirmation bias. We want to find the evidence that support the belief, even if the belief doesn't serve us. We cherry pick information that confirms what we already know. And then we ignore information that might challenge that existing belief. And here's the best news of all, though. All choice, all beliefs are choices. And guess what? All choices, they can be changed. Now, I know change is hard, but it really doesn't have to be. It just takes awareness and desire to change and practice. This is not something that happens overnight. You know, this is why affirmations don't work. And I'll save that for another episode. But the truth is, the most powerful words that you say are the ones that you say to yourself. So it's important that you start speaking kindly about yourself and believing in what's possible for you. As you start to do this, you'll realize the more repetition you do with these beliefs, the more likely you will be to change. That's how neuroplasticity works. 
works. Repetition. Neuroplasticity means the ability to change the brain through growth and reorganization. And what's amazing about this is we we kind of just think that things are just the way that they are, even if we want a change. But the more you question and the more you dig into your beliefs, the more you realize that you actually can. Now, of course, this is going to be uncomfortable. It's not going to be easy, but will it be worth it? Absolutely. And it can change your life. So there's beliefs, but then there's limiting beliefs. So we look at our beliefs and some are, you know, actual limits in, in, a, in a certain way. And, and that's totally okay. But then there's beliefs that are very limiting. And these are really, really sneaky because these get in the way of you thinking of what's possible. And it honestly keeps you from living your fullest potential. And the problem with this is it doesn't allow growth in your life. Because if you learn to question your beliefs, it will change how you view yourself and yourself in the world. So think about this. I mean, I used to say this all the time. I'm terrible at remembering names. And the truth at that time, yeah, of course, because I believed that. But once I stopped saying I'm terrible at remembering names, something magical happened. (laughs) I found strategies that would help me remember names. And I am now great at remembering names. So I want you to pay attention What beliefs do you have about yourself? Some seem very innocent, like I'm terrible at remembering names. Others are sneaky, like I just am not athletic or this is just the way that I am. I have two left feet. I can never dance. Um, You know, there's certain sentences that seem super innocent, but they stop us. They stop us and they falsely define us. And when you – have a limiting mindset and you have these limiting beliefs about yourself, you're literally putting yourself in a corner and it really doesn't allow for growth. So, you know, some beliefs serve us. The limiting beliefs definitely have a negative effect on us. They keep you from making the choices that will serve you, that help you from taking on new opportunities and most importantly, reaching your fullest potential. These beliefs keep you in a negative state of mind. And it's exactly from stopping you live the life that you truly desire. So you're one, maybe you're wondering, you know, okay, so they come from our past, but like, what about our past? And there's so many different factors that influence it. Our families. um, I mean, our formative years are spent with our families and, you know, most likely your family has morals and values that have been instilled in you. And this comes with tons of ideas about how the world works and how you should work right? Like for example, having a career path, (laughs) how to act, how to treat others, how to interact with others. And some again have served, but others might not. You know, all of your beliefs start in our early years. So you can see how easy it is to form your limiting beliefs based off of what your family has instilled in you. So for example, (laughs) the belief that kids should be seen and not heard or to never challenge authority. You know, those beliefs don't really serve us today because a part of us believes that maybe it's better if we don't speak up or we don't challenge things that don't align with us. So family plays a huge factor. I mean, also thinking about formative years, education plays a huge factor. Uh, Whoever you learn from will impact 
how you view the world, how you view yourself. Um, God bless my educators, but man, and inadvertently, they didn't mean to do this, but I got put in a headspace when I was seven years old that I wasn't smart because I didn't fit in the box of traditional schooling. And that was the message I kept getting. So of course that developed as a belief. And then as I got older, I learned the skill of how to unearth that and question it. And now that belief, you know, it still comes up, but I don't believe it. I'm able to question it. And that's the powerful thing about this work is being able to see what's going on in your mind. Uh, so education and then environment too. Environment always influences our beliefs. You know, when we enter the world, we are technically a clean slate. You know, some things I think are handed down generationally, um, but I do believe that we are a clean slate and our brains are neutral and free. There's no programming, no opinions, no biases, no knowledge, no beliefs, right? But we are sponges and then we take on ideas from our environment and from society. And there's a lot of socialization that happens. And just like the way that we learn to walk and talk, we learn what to believe. And our environment programs our brains to believe about love and money and relationships and other people and religion. And I mean, you name it. You know, this is the biggest thing I think that influences you know, what we believe we're capable of. So if you haven't done this work, you might realize that like most believe are hand-me-down. They're outdated. They're unexamined, unquestioned that we – thoughts that we need to stop accepting is true and we need to take the time to examine them and choose them for ourselves. And I just want to be clear. This isn't a blame game. It's not here to blame our educators or our family or, you know, the, or the environment we grew up in. Like that's not useful. That was what they were given. That's just what they've learned. You know, everyone's doing the best with what they've got. So blame doesn't change belief. So as you're listening to this and you want to start blaming, that's not useful. Like I don't blame my educators in my school that I went to. That's just where I was at. And it's totally fine. I've learned how to break that belief and shift into something that leads to much more um, – a much more fulfilling place. And I've been able to really maximize all my potential once I let go of those beliefs. Now, it might not be your fault how these beliefs were formed, but it's now your responsibility to break the cycle and change them. And that is so empowering. So as you go through, I want you to be mindful of your environment as you build new and more expansive beliefs. There is, um, you know, alongside with environment, I also want to make sure that I talk about like experience because experience also shapes our beliefs and how we view the world. I mean, think about if you fall in love and you end up getting heartbroken, you might believe that love always ends in pain. So any sort of negative experience can strongly shape your limiting beliefs, but it's important to remember that the conclusions you come to after a negative experience is only temporary. Direct experience stacks up over time and becomes deeply rooted in your identity, and that's what makes up your reality. But any negative experience that you have is only temporary. And I just want you to remember that because if you continue to believe it, then that's going to become so ingrained and those beliefs are going to determine how you feel, how you act, and ultimately the results that you get. So that's a little bit about beliefs and 
limiting beliefs and where they come from. So now I want to walk you through how to discover your existing beliefs. So if you've never done this work before, um, it can be a little disassociating because you're questioning how you view the world. So just know if you feel very uncomfortable through this process that that's totally normal. So when you start to discover existing beliefs, the first step is to identify what they are and how to question them. Because we don't often see our beliefs as beliefs, we need to evaluate each of these thoughts because it's important to understand which beliefs serve you and which do not. And then you can take ownership of your beliefs and get rid of the ones that don't serve you and keep the ones that you want. Like I'm not saying all beliefs are bad. I mean, there's a lot of beliefs that do serve you. It's kind of like clean, like carrying a backpack and you take out all the beliefs of your backpack and you choose which ones you want to keep. Now, an indicator of a negative belief is if you're feeling a negative emotion. So if you're feeling a negative emotion, when you think a thought or a belief, that's a sign that it's most likely not serving you. So I know that it's still very easy to think that feelings come from the outside world and we've drawn that conclusion for so long, but remember feelings always come from our thinking. So thoughts that create disempowerment will block new beliefs that require self-empowerment. So there's a number of ways to do this, but first you want to identify your beliefs. So just write down your general beliefs, anything you feel really strongly about that influence your daily life. And you can group them into categories like finances, family, relationships, health, career. And once you've done that, that's going to help you determine which ones are going to help you grow and which ones could be limiting. So after you see your beliefs, I want you to check in with how it makes you feel because the feelings drive the action, the behavior. So you can look at your behavior and think about ways that you've acted or reacted and think about why. Chances are you might be able to uncover an underlying cause, which is the belief. Because remember, feelings drive action. So if you're feeling you know, inadequate or you're feeling fear, because a lot of our beliefs are, create a lot of fear, that's going to show you you can work backwards to what the belief is, the sentence in your mind. Another example is if you have a hard time um, speaking up when someone has offended you, you might believe that conflict is bad. And because of this, you it might stop you from having intimate relationships because you're unable to speak your mind and have healthy confrontation. So you can see through certain experiences that you can uncover your beliefs. Another thing that you can do is write down areas where you have felt challenged. If you've noticed there's a reoccurring challenge in your life, this could be an indicator of beliefs. Maybe you can't seem to get a job that pays you what you want. And you always seem to just settle for whatever that job is. Or maybe you have had a hard time with relationships. These challenging situations could be a byproduct of limiting beliefs that you have just adopted as true. So as you go through the challenges that you face, make a note of your beliefs that pertain to that challenge. So if you're always struggling to make enough money, uncover what you think about money and what's accessible to you. So that's how you can discover. And I have so much more to this, but this is just like a crash course in unearthing your beliefs. But once you do this, then you have the chance to change your life. Now you might be wondering, okay, well, how do I believe something that I don't yet believe? Because what we believe is based on our future. 
So when we stop looking to the past for validation of what we're capable of, that's when we live in a place of possibility. Now, looking to the past for validation to decide, you know, what we're capable of works if you've accomplished something in the past. But if you haven't accomplished something in the past, you're going to have to believe something that you've never seen before. Now, this is the best news ever because why didn't someone sit us down and just say, we can believe whatever we want to believe about ourselves? Because all of our thoughts, our beliefs aren't true anyway. So why don't we choose a belief that's actually going to serve us, right? So when you do that, you're going to start to look and see the possibility of the future. We need to stop limiting our potential based off of who we've been and what we've accomplished thus far because we're just going to keep getting more of those results. So to think about your future self, that means that you understand, recognize your limiting beliefs. You have consciously chosen to let them go and you have made the choice to replace them with beliefs that serve your dreams. So this means you're going to focus on the road ahead and get excited about a future that doesn't exist yet. So in order to create this future that doesn't exist, you're going to have to believe something that doesn't exist in your past. You have to believe something that you currently don't believe. Because here's the deal. If you already believed it, you would have already created that result, right? So how are we going to do this? We've talked about thought downloads, but I want you to do a positive thought download, right? Because you're committing to something you don't believe yet. That's the point. The problem is so many of us don't commit because we don't believe it. We're like, how can we believe something we haven't created yet, practiced or done? So here's the deal. I want you to decide what you want to believe. And then I want you to create a sentence in your mind and accept it as true. And then you're just going to repeat and practice this. If you do this every day, my friend, I promise you, you will start to feel different. Now, if you do this after one time, it's not going to work. You do this after two times, it's not going to work. You need to do this consistently. And this is where most people fall off because they're like, I don't want to. I just wanted to change. Now, if you want something different, you have to believe something different and don't make excuses. It doesn't take a lot of time to do this. You just have to be willing and committed. Now, I know the reason why affirmations aren't always successful is because you don't believe them yet. So I just want you to play with it. I just want you to have fun with creating this new belief. Like what would happen if it was true? What would happen if you believed it? Who would you be with this new belief? It's really empowering because again, you get to decide what you want to believe. So if you find a thought and you love it and you want to live from it, but you don't quite believe it yet, you can bridge your thought. So you can say something like, I'm learning that. I'm open to believing that. I'm considering. I'm seeking evidence. And then fill in whatever the thought is, the belief is. I promise you. I know it seems so simple and that's because it is. So that's what you're going to do, okay? If you really want something different for your future, it's time to believe in it. Now, if you want support doing this, this is literally the core of what I teach my clients and I've been working on something. And because you're a podcast listener, I'm hooking up some people before I even fully launch it out into the ethers. And if you are that person and you're listening to this and you're ready to believe something and create something different for your future, let's freaking chat. Let's do it. Send me a message on Instagram or you can just schedule a call. I would love to help you let go of these nasty beliefs that hold you back because I can tell you that I'm a product of this. And if I didn't question my beliefs, I would not be here recording this podcast for you. And that is the truth. All right, my friend. So that's what I got for you today. Let me know how this goes. I love you so, so, so much. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. And remember to love yourself, own your happiness, and let your light shine because you're so worthy of it, my friend. 